Welcome back to V-Dance Podcast, and today we have the second part of the interview with Pracha Taylor. Enjoy! Pracha, tell me about your motivation to dance. Every time I would dance, I would forget every everything. I would forget all the stress, I would forget if I had any fights with people or if I had been feeling low, any of the negative feelings that I have would just disappear as soon as I would start dancing. So dancing is something that that is not just I do when I listen to music. It's also something that helps me to, to have a very healthy life, not just physically, but mentally as well. It gives me a way to live a life where I can express myself. I can forget about all my worries. I can I can forget about all the stress I have from work. And when I dance, I feel I am extremely connected to the music. And that's how I'm inspired every time that I listen to music or if I'm not feeling... And I, I actually no more need a reason to dance. It's just I get up... I, I play some music, I dance. So there have been a lot of background reasons why I, it all led me to, you know, my love for, for the art form of dancing. But this is how it all started because I wanted to find something to, uh, as, as a stress buster after my work or uh, if I was going through a rough time, I would feel very relaxed and relieved after dancing. Okay. So these, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You you mentioned the like emotional mental state with dancing and this is something I want to to play some small game with you. So sure. pick three dances. Uh, so I would say salsa, mm-hmm. uh, bachata, mm-hmm. Um, and cha cha cha. Maybe add two more. Definitely garba. This is the folk dance from where I come. And uh, I could say merengue. Okay, okay. Uh, cool, so we have five here. And uh, salsa, which salsa? Be a little bit more specific. Uh, so I danced uh, mostly on one and on two because while I was learning in India, a Cuban salsa is not something that picked up a lot of momentum back then so I started with on one mm-hmm. uh, and then a couple of years later I tried my hands on on two as well okay and what about bachata which style it is um so I think I did start with modern bachata but gradually I fell in love with uh, Dominican the traditional bachata so yeah mm-hmm. I, I just love traditional bachata, Dominican bachata. And when you speak about cha-cha-cha, you mean the original or the ballroom cha-cha-cha? No, the original one. Okay, the Cuban cha-cha-cha. And what about Kirba? Is there any different styles? Oh, you mean Garba? Garba, Garba. Okay, Garba. Uh, Yes, so, well, Garba is again like an umbrella, like you have a salsa where you have on to Cuban, Puerto Rican salsa, on to mambo and all of that. So Garba has all of that as well. And I think uh, for me, the 
the most interesting one is uh, Betali, which is called like which is two claps basically. You dance uh, the entire set of uh, you dance has two claps in every turn, so it's called Betali. Betali. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, you you pronounced it perfectly. Oh, thank you. Um, and we have merengue. So I assume merengue doesn't have much stuff in itself. Uh, so I haven't had any professional training in merengue, but I learned uh, merengue in, say, a, a workshop or in a festival. But yeah, so I'm not... Uh, I, I think merengue is something that that was before bachata came into this limelight. And that's how merengue was. It's it's fast paced and it's it's more calm and easier to you know relax and dance on it. Mm-hmm. So and then we are back to our game. So we have five uh, dance styles: salsa on one, bachata dominicana, cha cha cha, garba, betali, and merengue. And what are we gonna do with them? Um, think of three words for each of these dance. I will start with salsa on one. Think of adjectives or emotions that you would describe this dance with three words. Mm, power, energy, mm-hmm. uh, energy. Sorry, energetic. Um, groove, groovy. Groovy. Okay. What about the bachata dominicana? Uh, peppy. Peppy. Uh, grounded. Mm-hmm. And suave, like more, more, more relaxed at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. And cha cha cha, cha cha cha, funky, crazy. The third one would be. A beat? A beat? Well, not exactly a beat, but it's 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 fun. Okay, and garba betali. Uh, high energy, like super energetic, pumped up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's madness. <laughs> okay. And merengue? Mm. Merengue. Merengue, a beat for sure. Um, it's it's madness. The the energy is madness. Um, and peppy, very peppy. Okay, cool. So congratulations. Uh, you made it for <laughs> these dances you were able to describe them. I think that then the next game uh, that we'll have ever in our show, I just got, got this idea, crazy idea. Um, are we gonna play like, you know, um, you, you think of one dance and it's like a taboo game. So one is thinking of a specific dance and then describes it only with adjectives and emotions and the other one has to guess which it is. But they both have to know this dance, of course. Ah, okay, yeah. This, this sounds very interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Who inspires you the most in dancing? So, 
I think uh, when I started dancing, when I was in India, we obviously didn't have as much exposure and information. So everything that we wanted to look up or wanted to, you know, be in awe of was on internet. So I would go on Instagram and Facebook, on YouTube and start looking up dancers and look for inspiration. And the first couple I, uh, of the first dancing couple I got inspired by was Tanya and Adolfo. I mean, when I looked at Tanya dance, it was, it was magic. Her, her energy, her confidence, her posture, I, I, it was amazing. I could, I still cannot forget the kind of feeling I had the first time I saw her dancing in a video. So I think they have been a great amount of inspiration um, for, and, and well, I was then looking to a lot of other videos uh, all the time and I was, you know, undoubtedly I kept on exploring more and more. And one fine day, I actually come across a bachata video and I was not very aware of bachata. I knew a little bit of it and I saw it at parties. I never attended a class or something. And then one fine day, I come across a video by Ataka and Alemana. And and their their videos were huge. They were were huge. They were were really popular. They were uh, all, all over the world. And people were actually coming across to Bachata. Just like me, I found out way more people who who discovered bachata because they saw a video of them mm-hmm. and, and before that they just knew that okay you do one two three tap one two three tap and this is a song which is bachata but this this like videos of ataka and alamana were like eye openers not just for me but for a lot of people mm-hmm. and that's how i got introduced to um, bachata and i was really inspired with them and then i was Again, I kept on looking more. I kept on exploring more as time went. And then, again, one magical day, I see a video by Sammy and Carolina. And they have this killer swag. And that was all I needed to, you know, get hooked hooked up with, uh, hooked on to with Dominican swag of bachata. And that's how I, I got into it. Cool. Um, I I know about Ataka and Alemana from all that you mentioned. I know only one. And Tanya and Adolfo is a salsa. Yes, Tanya and Adolfo is salsa. Salsa LA, right? Where they where do they live? They live in Italy, in Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not sure where they are currently, but the last time I checked, uh, they were in Italy. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, I will definitely check them out. <laughs> and um, so we are. We were talking about the inspiration, and probably uh, not everyone can just go to you know Italy whenever they want. Um, so uh, how do you learn? I mean, which teachers would you recommend? Uh, so, well, right now, because uh, we, like, Corona times have brought us a new opportunity that you can be in any part of world and learn online. 
So that is a good thing that's happening right now. So you can still go ahead and join, for example, say Mambo Virtual Academy, or you can join Patreon classes uh, from different artists to, or on their websites, they're giving online classes. Um, I I have been, uh, I used to, I had a little bit of accident last year, but before I had my accident, I was learning uh, with Genesis uh, and Lenin. Uh, in Karlsruhe from Son Latino and they are amazing onto salsa dancers and instructors so yeah if you get an opportunity to learn from them it, it's it's a really uh, great opportunity uh, Henesis has also learned from um, Eddie Torres she was a student of Eddie Torres as well uh, in the past and she has interned with Adolfo and Tania in Italy uh, and so I was learning with them and it, it, it was a great, in, uh, it, it's a lot that you can learn from them. And uh, for Bachata, I have been attending classes with uh, Bhavin and Sundruta. So Bhavin and Sundruta are the instructors, dance instructors that I started with, uh, I started dancing, uh, learning from in the beginning of my uh, latin dancing days and i uh, started uh, learning from them in india uh, with salsa and then i gradually started learning bachata with them and they are uh, they are kick ass bachata uh, dancers and instructors and they also have online classes they have their patreon classes so i i do uh, weekly classes with them as well and if anybody's interested you can definitely check them out um, can you repeat their name? Bhavin and Sundruta. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, let's say that you want to learn a new dance. How would you decide which one and which definitely not and why? So, well, we are living in an age of digital media. So if I want to learn about a dance form, I would first go on and try to read up more on it the kind of music that dance uh, is associated with a little bit of history and what is what is going on with that dance form right now how how is the scene if i want to learn is it a possibility to learn in the city that i live in or if it's possible to learn online uh, taking online classes because we have that that benefit right now so, yeah, I would explore the possibilities via internet. I would try to talk to people. Uh, I would try to find if, like, we have something like WeDance. So WeDance is a platform now where you can find uh, different kinds of events that are happening. You can find workshops that are coming up. So that is a, this, these kind of platforms are a great deal for dancers, for artists, for everyone who's even if you have not been dancing before and if you want to uh, learn something uh, you can find all of all kinds of information here so yeah i would i would definitely make sure i use that information thank you and what is important to you when let's let's say you're choosing a new dance probably you would start with the music the one that you like the most right yeah and i think which dance would you definitely not choose how would you decide on it so before I would decide on any of it, I think not just me, but anybody would 
actually go to a couple of classes. Yes, you learn a little bit on internet, you look up things, you talk to people, but you cannot really understand how you feel until you dance it out. So I would definitely attend a couple of workshops, go to classes, go to maybe one or two festivals and get get an idea of how I feel while I while I uh, dance that particular dance form. So oh. I would I would definitely because even when I started with salsa or you can say bachata I did look up a lot of things on on the internet but I would I I decided that I liked it or not or if I wanted to pursue learning this art form only after I took a couple of classes because mm-hmm. until and unless you experience that I don't think there is that's the best way to find out that you want to do it or not Okay, and how is um, how would you say dancing is different to other activities? So mm-hmm. this this experience, this experience of sharing, this immense feeling while you dance is something that I would love to share with people who have never seen dancing before, or who have not experienced uh, dancing before. Mm-hmm. Because I have I have tried with a lot of non-dancers friends. I just bring them to a party, make them listen to music, tell them, okay, if you're too shy, just try dancing out at my place or at your place. Just let's dance one out and see how you feel about it. And I actually got some of my friends uh, to start dancing to. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, great. Thank you. Um, and um, I think we... Um, move to our closing part and uh, maybe we have some questions from audience um, sure. if anyone wants to ask question you can write in chat or raise your hand if not then we just move on well uh, feel free to, to raise your hand anytime and to give a mic to you so um Okay, um, in, the, in, the, in the closing part, uh, I would like to ask you, um, and I think we'll make it a tradition, who would you like to hear um, on our next show? And what would you want to know from them? Hmm. That's very interesting. Um... Okay, so do I need to take a name or it can be a kind of artist that I would like to have on the show? Anyone. Maybe I would like to have uh, a musician uh, on the show mm-hmm. uh, who can, like, because the thing is, we know a lot of dancers and they do a lot of shows. You see them at a lot of festivals. And I think bringing more light Uh, to musicians would be a great deal because I think they are a very important aspect of the dance, uh, of of the art form, not just for the dance form, of the art form. And shedding some spotlight onto them would be great. And you have someone on mind? Uh, Yes, I have a couple of them on mind. Uh, uh, Maybe Ricky Manuel, but he speaks only Spanish. So yeah, if, if it's okay to do an interview in Spanish, it would be great. He is a guitarist and uh, 
he has done some beautiful work and he he had recently um a song released this year as well mm-hmm. cool and, and and i think he lives in belgium currently maybe he's traveling or something but yeah mm-hmm. cool um and you mentioned someone else okay well, let's focus on the ricky uh yeah maybe ricky for the next time that's that's the name that that pops up in my mind okay cool um so and as you know our mission is to unite dancers worldwide um so question to you what is one thing you could do to unite dancers worldwide i mean i think by by default the the dancers worldwide are already united mm-hmm. because music is is what unites everyone and if i had to do something uh, about uniting dancers i would actually try to unite them through music so for example i have been uh, doing a radio show uh, so i do it every month where we play music that is uh, that is more salsa or bachata merengue cha 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 bolero son and we've been trying to bring that music across to all the dancers and as well as the people who are not dancers but who'd love to listen to music because i believe music uh, unites everyone Mm-hmm. and we have been trying to meticulously do this uh, for months now and it's it's working really great because we have now started getting interest from people who are not just latin native speakers or dancing salsa but people outside as well who are trying to get who are who are, who are getting more interested as time goes with this music and some of them have said that they want to learn this dance form once the pandemic is over so we are not just uniting the dancers that are already there but we are uniting more people to get into this art form okay and, excellent This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, hit over right now to Instagram or Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time.